This episode is brought to you by Zencaster. Zencaster is the number one tool for all podcasters. You can record high fidelity audio between remote locations and get studio quality sound. Go to Zencaster.com and use coupon code that entertains for 20% off for three months or 20% off an annual plan. Everything is awesome is part of Courts and Parts, a podcast network featuring pop culture, TV, movie, and geek podcasts. Check out some of our other shows like TV Ate My Brain, Let's Chat with Revelin Friends, and Podstalgic at courtsandparts.com. From Tattooed Mom on South Street, the hippest street in Philadelphia, it's Everything is Awesome, Late Night. Awesome. Awesome. Just tell people they're awesome and mean it. Today's guests, fight choreographer Jacqueline Holloway, Philadelphia comedian Kyle Harris. Awesome. 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 And now, as heard on 95.7 Ben FM's Ben Around Philly, here's your host, Kevin Gallagher. I like how there's a record scratch on the new DJ software. Uh-huh. I heard um, you testing it earlier. Can I unwrap this, sound man? Yes. Just a little bit so I have some room. All right. We good? Are you happy? All right. Well, welcome to the last day of the 2018 Philadelphia Podcast Festival. This is Everything is Awesome. Late night. I am your host, Kev. Woo. <laughs> I... <laughs> uh, yes. That's how we marketed the first one. And I am, yes, if you're wondering, just another white dude... That's a nerd that likes to talk pop culture. Uh, I'm like the good versions of Chris Hardwick, and just like him, you've never heard of me. You've never heard of me. Uh, before we get started officially, I <laughs> uh, just before we get officially started here, let's thank some sponsors here. Uh, first and foremost, Tattooed Mom for hosting us today. Drink much, tip well. Fireball Printing for supplying some promotional work. Steel Empire for the sounds. <laughs> Philly Banner Express for that thing behind me right now. Tea House Screen Printing for the wonderful shirts that they've given us. The Philadelphia Podcasting Society for which there is no festival without. Yeah. Crude Humor Studios. That's me. <laughs> uh, Full Belly Laughs. They are also a sponsor for the show. They're a really funny show. I also need to thank a couple sponsors for Everything is Awesome particularly, and that is Zencaster, remote podcasting done uh, easily. Uh, we also have Tattooed Mom, who is uh, giving us a prize package today. Thank you, uh, and Mom. Mind Escape Philly, just down the street here, is, uh, also gave us some prizes as well. So we'll be giving away some stuff, so if you're... Uh, in the back room out there, come on in and, and uh, eat some crap and win prizes. Uh, and of course, I can't do this without my co-host this afternoon, creator of Tellist, designer of Quantum Quest, my best friend, Mike D'Angelo. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> uh, third year, Mike. Third yeah. year during the festival. And it feels like it's been three weeks. It's, it's uh, funny enough, today, July 1st, is 11 years since I started podcasting. Damn. 11 years. Ten and a half since I've been doing live shows, and in the last two years, I think we've done 12 or more. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so it's and, and I still get super nervous about doing live shows, uh, especially this part right here, because, uh, spoiler alert, not a comedian. So the monologue section, real bad for me. Uh, and so much so, like, I decided to write two jokes. And even then, I stole one for my four-year-old daughter. Um, 
we kids tell jokes. Anyone here have kids? Yes. Okay, we got one person. Many kids. So you know. <laughs> well, Dave, you know when when kids when they're real little and they tell jokes, yeah. you laugh because you don't want them to feel dumb. Yeah. Yeah, like you laugh at their dumb, silly jokes and whatnot. So, uh, but then we decided to flip the script and tell a dumb joke to our kids. And my fiance goes, uh, "Why can't dinosaurs clap?" And without missing a beat, my daughter, my four-year-old daughter, goes, "Because they're dead." Oh! Staring me. Staring me in the eyes, I fall to the ground laughing. Then I see how serious she is. I sleep with one eye open. Open now. I don't. I, I realized that I never heard the actual end of this joke when you practiced it on me earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it's it, it is scripted there. So, uh, well, let's uh, continue with the show, Mike. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, what a summer, right? Well, not even. We just started summer. What a spring. You released the game. I did. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And uh, we, we made pretty much all the money back that we needed to, to get it going. So thank you. Thank you. I, that's kind of a setup to, to you talk about the game. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So we developed uh, a game that ties into the book series that I've been writing for half my life at this point. Uh, it's called Quantum Quest. It's kind of like, um, like Monopoly in a dungeon. Yeah, that's right. You can point at me. I don't know why, but... <laughs> um, have you? Yeah. There we go. I fucking love it. That's awesome. Wait, 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 wait. He's played Quantum Quest. <laughs> yes. Really? <laughs> that's in, that's impressive. Now, where where did you play it at? A buddy of mine bought it uh, bought it online, and then we ended up playing it while we were at Pax East in the hotel. Oh shit. <laughs> and, and like and like we really enjoyed Pax it. We just like we it was like did we was this on the floor at the convention? I'm like. We weren't. I mean, we don't have a retail or anything yet. We. Uh, no, but a lot of things don't have retail branding yet. Amazing. That is going on the back of the box. <laughs> you're a you're a podcaster. Yes, I am. Uh, Get the quote. You right. That's a quote. That's a quote that you can write down right there. What's your show? Let's give the plug. No, no. No, that's what we like. So Quantum Quest has made the rounds. Yeah, without without me even knowing it. Meanwhile, no one knows this show still. <laughs> uh, that's okay, though. Uh, I'll continue to ride your tails. I'll be the uh, Kevin Smith to your Ben Affleck, as always. <laughs> ben Affleck's not doing too much lately. He's Batman, but what else has he done? Kevin Smith is just getting thin now, so... <laughs> Uh, so we also had a big uh, spring with the show too. We went to yeah. uh, conventions and started doing panels and stuff, and that is uh, working all in itself. But it's real fun. Yeah, yeah. That uh, that one that we had at Wizard World was fantastic. Spoiler alert: You don't have to have talent to do this. <laughs> no, like I I thought that like they only accepted like real entertainers. No, and I say this. 
I say this because our friend Noah Houlihan from Plus Two Comedy uh, gets on the show all the time. And I saw that. I was like, if he can do this, how am I not at Wizard World right now? But he's doing everything at that Oh, my uh, God. He Oaks. did that weekend. He did uh, not Greater Oaks. At uh, Wizard World weekend, he did uh, like every day at the, at the con. And then he also did an anime con. He did like five shows in three days. Well, when we were at too many games, he had something every day there too. Like he yeah. lives at greater Oaks. Yeah. He's a, he's a busy dude. Again, he, uh, I joke. He has talent. Unlike me, but, uh, he's, he's got an in or something. Yeah. Well, he's definitely, he's definitely platinum at that, uh, holiday and express, you know? <laughs> so, uh, that's right. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's uh, it's been a, it's been I think a, I almost gave up doing the live show event because of our January debacle uh, with a a sponsor who didn't follow through with anything. I I, I almost threw it in, which would have led to me not doing Jan- podcast. January was the egg incident, right? That was the only good part from our show. Everything, everyone else that we had on the uh, the the festival. Every January we run um, a one day festival that's that's like what Nate does every uh, year for two weekends. Um, and we tried to raise money for, uh, at the time it was let's F cancer. And, uh, it, it was every, we had like seven, six or seven shows last year, uh, this past year. And it was really, really, uh, every other show performed well. We had a, uh, an egg crack on me right away out of 50. Uh, and that was the, that's the, where my talent ended that night. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, uh, it's been a good summer. Uh, where are we at on time? Like. I have to get out my phone to let you. God damn it, Mike. <laughs> Your one job. Yeah, it's 10 after. Okay, so uh, we'll skip the other parts. Let's, um, we have some people here, I guess. Let's, uh, we're going to play some Food Fright. All right, Food Fright is four challenges where uh, you can win uh, up to a $30 gift card to Mind Escape. We're giving away cash. Tattooed Mom gave us like an awesome prize pack um, and, and whatnot. So we have... Four games. The first one is this Oreo cookie game that, that Mike suggested where you can't use your hands to eat it. And like right after I suggested it, then they have... Jimmy fucking it? Fallon did it. And who was it with? Was it uh, Franco? Someone good. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Leto. <laughs> it's, so. We, so, so we used to wrestle back in the day. And, and we used to uh, you know, have all these different gimmicks that we would do in the backyard and professionally. And then it would be like... I swear we had a spy because two weeks later WWE would do the same exact thing. Absolutely, we and had the like the milk bath thing that Kurt Angle did. The the writers for WWE must work for Fallon. Maybe that's what <laughs> it is. They're still following me. All right, so we're gonna do. Um... <laughs> All right, so Mike, can you describe the game so that then and then pick someone from the audience to play? Right. Unless you want to volunteer. Okay, this is. It gets off silly with Oreos, and then it gets to, like, Pocky Chip, okay? So yeah, it's so going to get more this intense. This first one, so this is, the, this is the one to volunteer for. Uh, so the Unless Oreo, you want to win over $60 worth of stuff yourself. Just do everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Oreo challenge is you place the Oreo on your forehead, and then you're trying to get it into your mouth without the use of your hands. <laughs> so That's pretty easy. That's pretty easy. So uh, you're going to do it? What, uh, what's your name? Josh. John, and and uh, you're gonna win a prize no matter what. Mike's not gonna win a prize, but because you know it's what's anything without the spirit of competition. Uh, and I got egg on my face last time, so I'm not doing Oreo cookies. <laughs> yeah. You're doing much better odds this year. You got a one in two chance to eat a crisp donut. <laughs> yep. We'll get there in a second. All right. So get a get a get a cookie. Come on up. All right. Pick your cookie. And uh, just. 
Stand up and do it. Well, this prize is uh, sponsored by my pocket. Five dollars to you, sir. <laughs> All right. So this, so this next game uh, is Bean Boozled, which is awful because I don't like jelly bean beans to begin with. Uh, even the Starburst ones taste awful. So Mike's also playing this one because I don't want to eat uh, dog food flavored, uh, puke flavored. Name the flavors for me, Mike. Into the microphone. Do you guys want to hear the good flavors first? Sure. So we got coconut, buttered popcorn, peach, juicy pear, tutti frutti, strawberry banana smoothie, berry blue, chocolate pudding, caramel corn, and lime. They sound all right. So let's hear the, they all sound disgusting to me, by the way. So they have two new flavors in this box. They have spoiled milk. <laughs> and dead fish. <laughs> uh, and as well as rotten egg, barf, booger, stinky socks, toothpaste, canned dog food, and moldy cheese. Oh, and lawn clippings. <laughs> All right, so uh, Tattooed Mom gave us a prize package for this one. So is anyone, who wants to play Bean Boozled with Mike here? Okay. All right, yeah, so I, I taped it the, shut because I didn't want it to spill. Uh, oh, so, you taped it, right. Yeah, I just didn't want it to spill in the car. So there, there's a spinner. So the rules of the game, there's a spinner, you, and it shows a picture. The good one and the bad one look exactly alike. So if you can't find it, just pick one because who I can't cares? Take the tape off. <laughs> God damn it, Mike. <laughs> Here, here's my keys. This is riveting podcasting, by the way. I'll let you fix that. Ooh. All right. So oh, it's so I mean, and my son loves this game. So much so that when he gets the dog food flavored one, he enjoys it. Oh. Enjoys it. All right. So do you want to sit over here with me? All right, and uh, what's your name again? Corey. Corey. All right, Corey will be playing Bean Boozled with uh, Mike here. To win a. How many of these do we want to do? Let's do three. Let's do three each, yeah. All right, right, so. So, what do you want to do? Spin it, and then you both take the same flavor? Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. We'll we'll, we'll get the same color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's do that then. So. You want to spin first? Yeah, yeah. It's not Quantum Quest, but it's close. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got. I was hoping it would do like a little peach longer. Or yeah. barf. <laughs> okay, peach or barf, which I'm assuming is an orange color, uh, with a little bit of white flecks in it. It looks like. That's it. Yeah, because otherwise we could get strawberry banana smoothie and dead fish. All right, well, do it up. It looks like what is that? Purple flecks, something like that, and then they both look the same. Just, I say, just eat it. <laughs> All right, I'll let you pick. You spun you. It's just like, which shroom is it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) See, now. What does it. Okay, that's. What's that taste like? (laughs) Not good. Dead fish. (laughs) (laughs) I think I might have got barf. (laughs) 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 All right. I literally, at the moment that it, I touched it, I would be throwing up because it is a disgusting game. All right, let's do it again. That's really bad. <laughs> oh. oh, that's fucking hard. <laughs> oh. I want some lawn clippings, please. Uh, what's that? What's next? Buttered popcorn, which is bad enough as it is. Buttered popcorn is terrible as a jelly bean. Egg. 
Rotten egg, also terrible. So this is a whitish yellow. So I think it's... Have you played this before? Yeah. yeah. Why? Why? With, like, as an adult with other adults? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's those. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is bullshit. <laughs> you get a sweet, sweet package of prize, though. Just and you can have an Oreo to wash it down. <laughs> That's why Mike saved himself one. Let me down, you son of a bitch. <laughs> But what are you rooting for here? Butter popcorn? <laughs> what is it? I'm pretty sure it's spoiled milk. Spoiled milk and butter popcorn. All right, so we got a good one. We got one good, two All bad. Right. Victory. All right, one more. One more spin just to uh, make see if Mike can go for the hat trick of bad taste Wh in your mouth. Wheel of morality. Turn, turn, turn. This makes me feel better about getting a raw egg smashed on my head first going out of 50. Okay, so... Juicy pear or booger? <laughs> nice. right, so you guys really lucked out by not getting the dog food one. Yeah, I've, I'm, I'm, I've, I've been so fucking grateful for that. <laughs> the, here's, the, here's what's bad about the dog food one. Dog food one, not only, I assume, tastes nasty. My kid says it tastes good. But when he talk, comes to talk to you, it smells like, honest to God, dog food. And then you want to vomit on him. Like, <laughs> 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 on purpose, because he knows he's... <laughs> Spoiler alert, kids are assholes. You know, uh, you love them. You love your own kids, right, Dave? Oh, hell yeah. But they're assholes. No. <laughs> You're a bad dad. He, <laughs> he's saying that because his kids are grown and can listen, all right? All right, do it up. Booger, booger. Fuck you. <laughs> I, well, I want Mike to get right. the booger. I want him to get the hat trick here. All right, let's see. Pair. Yeah, oh, two good I, we ones. We both got pair. Okay. That's insane, the, the odds okay. of that happening. But thank for playing, Corey. You get this. It's a, at least a $10 gift card to Tattooed Moms here for a free drink, free apps, whatever you're into. Booze. <laughs> there you go. Free booze. And they put some other stuff in there, too. So thank All you right. to Tattooed Mom for sponsoring this gift. <laughs> slash prize. All right. So the, the next game, Mike's finally tagging out. And uh, we're... <laughs> The next game, God damn it, I can't believe I volunteered for this, uh, is, <laughs> well, I, t I, I honestly rather eat toothpaste than, than these jelly beans. <laughs> so we're, but in a donut? <laughs> in a donut? No. So uh, this is going, you're. We've all been drunk and had that fucked up already. You're like, so what we have for the prize here is a $20 gift card to Dunkin' Donuts that I got as a Father's Day gift, and I'm on Weight Watchers, and spoilers, they don't have anything healthy. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, one donut is normal with the regular cream. The other one has kids' toothpaste. We decided to play it safe so that no one dies today. No fluoride poisoning. No fluoride poisoning. So $20 to Dunkin' Donuts, and potentially a good donut. You might get the good one. Oh, wow. We st we st okay, we got one. What's your name? Lamont. Come on over. And uh, you can pick first. All you have to do is take a big enough bite to get the filling, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
one of your pats. It'll make me. All right. So here we go. This is gonna be messy. Ready? One. Cheers. Two. Dutch cream. No. <laughs> <laughs> A treat and clean teeth. <laughs> I should have used the adult toothpaste is what I learned there. $20 for Dunkin' Donuts so that you can eat something better than toothpaste. All right. So the next game wasn't that bad. The last game we're going to play is the Pocky Haunted Ghost Pepper Chip Challenge. A little bit of this, Kev. I have a prize pack that includes a Wonder Woman DVD, a Philly podcast towel, water, a $10 uh, gift card to Starbucks, and uh, I have, I'll have to email it to you because they don't give physical cards, but a $30 gift card to Mind Escape Philly, just around the corner here. It's Escape and Room Adventure, uh, and they were kind enough to give us $30, which will pay for one ticket to Escape the Room. Just got to eat one whole chip, and I'm going to do it with you because if I'm going to torture you, I'm going to torture myself. Feel free to eat more than one chip. I think that you have to match whatever the other person does. Fair. Okay. We can do that. We can do that. Anyone up for a Pocky chip? Hot chip? Haunted ghost pepper? Nope. 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 All right. Who? who, who, I I think we we have. We got two. Uh, What? Wait. uh, Do we do a chip off? Yeah, we'll do a chip off. Do we do a chip off? The winner. <laughs> I say you guys do a chip off if you're up for the challenge. Well, don't you back out of yeah, you I have mean, to. You have to match it with them. Fuck. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. So uh, <laughs> we got Josh and Corey. Josh and Lamont. Lamont. I'm sorry. Oh my God! They're going for more. How you doing, Kev? He likes it. You're like, it's not that bad. Um, don't do it. Don't, don't go for a third. Let's kick no, it in. No. Yeah, do it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awful. <laughs> yeah, this is not a good chip. Like, I can only imagine. Did anyone watch the videos for the one chip challenge? The, the real hot ones, right? This isn't that bad, Mm-mm. but this is awful. Oh my god, <laughs> Mike, explain the one chip challenge. Why? Fuck. So it's it's just one chip, like in its own individual sealed bag. It's one fucking chip. And and those videos were like eight minutes long. It wasn't like it was like it was over in a minute. Wait, like wait do we have do we have a winner? I think it's still going. Are we done? Who, who won? All right. Thank God. I think. And uh, make sure we connect after this show so I can get you the uh, gift card to Mind Escape. Good job, guys. Now, how, normally, how many, how many did you do, Kev? I don't fucking know. They're awful. I Absolutely not. Introduce not the guest, please. Which, which guest are we introducing? All right, so we have... Oh my God! Where I pointed to her. 
Where is it? All right, here? Philadelphia stunt worker. That's what it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> choreographer. It was so like. You don't even have this Roman numeral right. <laughs> Fuck you. Please welcome to the stage, Jacqueline Holloway. We saved it. We saved the mic. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything is fine. Everything is all right. No, one is. So thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for uh, all the lovely temptations you've left. Yeah, there's the some table chips and some cookies me. and toothpaste donuts and jelly beans. <laughs> I always supply the finest catering for everything. Is awesome. <laughs> I don't understand honestly how I've never had a, a disgusting jelly bean. So you're just gonna go, go ahead, for it? One. No, 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 no! I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna eat it. Do it, do it, do it, do it! Well, let me finish my thought first. Is I, what I don't understand is because I've watched people eat them all the time. Is how. I mean, they're little. They're tiny. Like, how much disgusting flavor can you pack in Mike? this? Mike? Enough. <laughs> yeah? Quite enough, yeah. And if a jelly bean is just disgusting to you, like, even the Starburst jelly beans that everyone universally loves, yeah. Yeah. I'm a monster, and I hate them. Did someone beat you up with jelly beans as a child? I used I to pelt It's the texture. <laughs> it's the texture. But I, I would almost eat the dog food right, when, right now because my mouth is on fire. Dead fish. I've never... De- I'm gonna eat a dead fish one. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, how do they know what oh, these things taste like? Thank you, like? Yeah. They were like, no, it just doesn't taste like enough of a dead fish. We gotta try this again. Does it smell? Does it have a smell? It has no smell. No. See, so, no, so now here's what we saw. No, no, wait. Eat the jelly bean. <laughs> Now you can say it. So we actually watched there. There was we were talking about oh maybe fish. doing like piles <laughs> and trying to figure out what you got. No, what? We just split it out. We didn't, we didn't <laughs> what did you get? Dead fucking fish. We are not. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Now you understand. Well, I got it now. You got to <laughs> smush it a little really first mean. so that you can smell the the flavor come out. Jesus Christ. I'm going to start, this is going to be a staple of the show. In order to be a guest, you now have to eat a jelly bean. Mm. (laughs) No guests from now on. (laughs) I'm sorry I did that. So peer pressure is bad is what we learned today. It's real bad. I I think it's all about not suffering alone, personally. All right, so explain to me what it is that you do. Because I feel like there's a couple different hats that I was not aware of when I got your bio at 10.30 this morning. Yeah, yeah sorry about that, first of all. Uh, yeah, I do a lot of weird stuff. So um, I'm a fight choreographer, so I my job is to choreograph violence in film or in theater. So anytime there's any kind of violence, I come in and I have to uh, keep everybody safe, but also tell a convincing story. So that's that's my main job. I teach it, I teach stage combat, I teach stunt performing to actors. I'm also an intimacy choreographer. So yeah, right? I mean, apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I read this and, and I guess I'm not <laughs> in the know. This is a thing? Like, this is absolutely right. a thing. Now, I was originally like just prepared to get my ass kicked tonight, but instead I wanna, what is this? What is intimate, like how do you choreograph? It's like, like for a kiss scene? Yes. For That's any it? Kind there's choreography for that? Well, the, yes. Okay, explain. Okay, so, so, so there's, a, there's a group, Intimacy Directors International, which is a fantastic group that's been founded. And there has been, I don't know if you're aware, 
I'm sure you are. Everybody's kind of seen. There's a lot of harassment, a lot oh, yeah, of assault. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of shit going on. Hashtag me too. Pound right. me too. Fuck Chris Hardwick. So these amazing women have started intimacy choreography. So instead of just having two actors go at it and potentially hurt themselves. I'm sorry. For those listening at home, the winner of the Pocky Chip Challenge just grabbed the Pocky Chip bag. <laughs> To have, just a snack, to, go at it. Yep. to have a snack while we do this conversation. Mm-hmm. Go there are on. There's jelly beans up here if you want. <laughs> There's dessert. There's dead fish. It's delicious. Donuts. I'm on Weight Watchers. I'm not finishing it. Yep. <laughs> Great. So yeah, intimacy direction. If, if there's a, a sex scene or a, even just a kiss, it's absolutely choreographed so that nobody's getting taken advantage of. Nobody's pressured into anything that they didn't contractually agree to. Is this like a relatively new profession? Yes. Uh, it yes. seems like it is. It seems like it's something that's birthed out of the oh, yeah. millennial generation. Big time, big time. And it's, I mean, intimacy has been around, obviously, in per- in performance and in entertainment. But it's just now that people are like, hey, maybe we should take control of this so people stop getting assaulted. Yeah, I feel like even like as little as 10 years ago, it, it wasn't a thing. No, no, yeah. this is the past couple years. Wow. Okay, well... Now you know. The more now you, you know. know. So I do a little bit of that, and okay. it's great. And along with that, I, I teach consent as well. And it's geared mostly towards theater students, so colleges and universities, um, theater communities. I teach how to, how to keep your damn hands to yourself, right? How to respect somebody else, which Maybe. is a difficult concept for a lot of people. We should probably tweet Hardwick and let <laughs> <laughs> give him your info. He's been a mainstay of your show for years, too, so... It used to be a playful banter. <laughs> now you don't have to. <laughs> now I can really hate them, right? Uh, hate him for real. Uh, that's another story. This is you. <laughs> <laughs> so Thanks, yeah, that's, that's a lot of what I do. All right. Well, that, uh, the, the intimacy thing, and the, and the, I mean, it, it is actually kind of shocking that that hasn't been... It took to the 20 teens to figure out that, I mean, mostly dudes are assholes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. It's, well, I think I guess what it is is like we're slowly aging out of like old white Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Like it's finally like people that are our age that are like I mean at least for me and I'll speak for Mike, I'm going to assume not a monster. Hey. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like like people like us who who kind of grow up in like the I guess we'll say liberal mindset of not being a dick. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, so your fight stuff, um, how, like, is there a big market in Philly for that? Or there is, um, not in film because not, okay. there's not a whole lot of film coming out of Philadelphia for a lot of reasons. But in theater, there's a huge market. There's so much theater in Philadelphia; it's amazing. And a lot of people, there's a lot of violence in entertainment. Yeah. So there's a lot of violence in our theater. Um, yeah, and people are just starting to really understand that you need a fight director. Because just because you know how to kind of fake punch somebody, you know that you're not supposed to hurt them, that's great. But that doesn't mean that you know how to choreograph a story. Because there's a difference between just fighting and telling a story through violence. So a lot of people are really picking up on that. And yeah, I'm getting a lot of work, and it's, it's been fantastic. Well, and speaking on, on that is my only experience with fake fighting is wrestling. Sure. Um, where the like the the whole five to fifteen minutes that you have is fighting mostly, and you're telling a story that whole time, uh, and it's but that is, like so so what I'm really interested in once I 
found you to, and asked you to be on the show is that in wrestling, God damn, the ghost pepper is still in my throat. Uh, the uh, in wrestling, like uh, like it's it's fake, but it's real. Like you really connect. Like you really, I my back. I have the back. I'm thirty. I'll be thirty four in a couple weeks. My back is the the age about ninety from taking a, a bunch of bumps. Um, so it's real, but you you're, there's still a way to fake it so that it doesn't. Give someone a broken nose. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I pointed to you when I said that, Mike. Because you hit me with a steel chair the weekend before I had to do Sopranos. Damn. Hey. All right. Did you do Sopranos? I did. Did you get a concussion? I don't know. Did you sell the shit out of it? <laughs> I did, but it wasn't really selling. It was. It just happened. Yeah. I, had I was no really worried. The chair shot was okay. coming. I, I'll have to post the the video. Uh, a friend of ours sent me the clip of me doing this. Again, wrestling a stage. It's fake. Spoilers. Uh. But we planned on like a cookie sheet, maybe. And it was a trash can, I think. Tr- oh, we planned on not a steel chair. So I get the steel chair because that's what I found on the side of the ring that I was at. And now Mike, the precious actor baby here, <laughs> I assume is going to throw his hands up to catch the chair and just block it as a not real wrestler. Like we don't get paid. Our ref said he's going for the chair, and I went, "Well, we're not using a chair." <laughs> So, with the with the, the mindset of he's gonna block it, I swing full force. He doesn't block it. I see white in his eyes, and for a moment I thought I killed my best friend. <laughs> it was a good time. It's very good, and we finished out the match without any problems. Yeah, no, yeah, we all lived. Um, but so I mean that that there is wrestling, and 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 I assume in TV, film, stage, like you're not. Act, are you actually connecting? Sometimes you do. Okay. So uh, this is really interesting because I was just having a conversation about this. I have a very good friend in um, Vancouver who's a professional wrestler. And we were talking about the differences between professional wrestling and stage combat, which is theater, and stunt work, which is for film, TV. Uh, and there's not a whole lot of difference. It is fake fighting it, to tell a story. But I think the difference is in the training. So wrestlers are... And stunt performers, to a certain extent, are trained athletes. You you are being trained to hit each other. She just other. called me an athlete because I was a trained. Pro- <laughs> <laughs> this Adam, <laughs> I hear you laughing, Dave. So we're athletes, Mike. We were well, you were. I trained. was never properly. I was trained, trained by reckless youth. <laughs> Close. Oh enough. God, he knows. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah. So they're athletes. So they train. When you're wrestling, you do fully expect to get hit. Mm. Uh, you, if there's a punch to the head, you're expecting to get punched in the head. The way that they train is that they know how to pull their punches. They know where they can punch. They know how they can punch to keep you safe. But you have trained your body to take that sort of force or impact. Um, in stage combat, we do do contact hits. You can absolutely contact hit somebody, not punch in the face. But... Actors are not always athletes, okay. right? Some are. Some yeah. absolutely are. Some train their bodies, and they're, they're high-level athletes, but not all actors the are rock. athletes. The Rock. <laughs> I love him. I love him so much. Um, so, like, when I come in to do a show, I look at my actors, and I can't assume that they're athletes. I can't assume that I can punch them in the stomach. So we need to tailor it and make it safer for them. So it's the difference in training. Stunt performers is a whole different world because you have – such a variety of training backgrounds. You have wrestlers, you have martial artists, you have actors, you have circus performers, parkour athletes, stage combatants, actor combatants. There's so many, so you don't really know what you're getting into. So it's kind of a, an interesting 
and sometimes dangerous blend of both worlds, stage combat and, and wrestling. So you never really know. And I forgot what your question was. I just kept talking. Yeah, I know. Mike? <laughs> There's the difference between... Yeah, different. Yeah, the difference. But I yeah. guess, because so. like, so I recently, uh, when I think we, Amel, Stephen Amel, Arrow, uh, talked about this at his panel at Wizard World about taking like a punch from different angles. Mm-hmm. So like, there, like that's, boom, my extent of knowledge to not wrestling fake fighting. And so I just assumed it was all like fake because you're not hitting someone. So uh, that was my question. Like, what's the difference... Is there a difference even between like TV and then film and then stage? Well, sorry, I'm just jumping in. Like, I would assume that like you can't really connect too much for TV and film because you don't want to leave a mark on your precious actor's face, something like that. Well, that depends on who you're fighting, right? If I'm fighting somebody famous, I'm sure the hell not going to make yeah. a contact <laughs> because I want a job in the morning, right? But they also have a lot of stunt doubles. That's what True. stunt doubles are for. Yeah. And you can you can beat up the stunt doubles usually just fine because they're <laughs> trained stunt performers. They're trained athletes. Um, yeah. So there, there is that difference. And in wrestling, there's, it's choreographed in that there are set moves. Like mm-hmm. we do, we have a move where we do these three, these three moves in this set yeah. and we can kind of improv around that stage. It is absolutely choreographed every night film. It is choreographed, but unlike stage where you have a couple weeks of, of rehearsal time, film you don't get that. You get sometimes you get maybe twenty minutes oh, wow. to to rehearse and get this fight looking really good so that you can film it. But also with film you can hide a lot more. True. Yeah. There's a which is tricks. nice. Yeah, there's a lot of you cut that and we'll fix it in post and it's a lot of that. So before we end, um, we talked about maybe doing something. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you brought what you brought, if you brought anything or what we're doing. I let you plan this. So yeah, what are we doing? She cool. was talking about fencing. We thought that might not <laughs> yeah, be a good idea yeah. in this small space. Well, see now, that last year, I don't remember <laughs> only having this much room. So I'm glad we went not fencing. <laughs> it would have been a quick fencing match. Um, yeah, so I, I, looking at the space that we have, I think it might be really fun to have one of you punch the other person in the face since that was, that's what we're talking about. Mike's, Mike's, I think that maybe Mike's there's some... Like, my dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Gets, I mean, I'm not going to say no. I had two bad jelly beans. <laughs> some revenge maybe yeah. in order. All right. I'll punch yeah. you in the face. All right, so yeah. what do we have to do? For entertainment. For entertainment. For the kids at home. We're gonna square off, and they're gonna beat each other up. Sweet. So, so what you wanna do? So we're gonna go for say this is stage, and so you can all see this uh, first. So you're gonna punch him. So the first thing that we wanna do is we <laughs> just just go okay. for it, make it as real as possible. You're gonna give him a cue, right? Which is just gonna be your fist is gonna come up. Okay. Yeah, and that's gonna tell him that you're about to punch him in the face, all right? right? <laughs> so we don't surprise. <laughs> So we're going to do what's a cross punch. So instead of taking your fist right at his face like this, you're actually you're going to pretend that there's like a parrot on his shoulder, and you're going to punch the, the parrot in its face over there. Yeah? So you're going to cue. You're going to make eye contact so you know what's going on. With him or the parrot? <laughs> With him and then the parrot. Okay. And then you're going to punch the parrot right in its face. All right. So why don't you go ahead and try that? 
Oh yeah! God. Nice! No. Nice! <laughs> so now we need two more things to make this read for stage. Is we need the sound, which is the nap. But you could stomp your foot, but then everyone's going to see you stomp your foot. That's wrestling. So I like to use a, it's called a nap. Um, and You're about to take one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And you can hit anywhere that's a, a large muscle area on your body is safe to hit. <laughs> or on somebody else's body, you can clap uh, your punching, so that's probably not a great idea. Usually you can hit the leg. Yeah, yeah. And that's going to make the sound. Okay. Now you want to make sure, because he's punching you, his fist is going in that direction. So if you respond early with your head, it's not his fault that you're going to get punched in the face. Because you put your face right in his fist. So you've got to wait, and then you've got to give a reaction. And with your reaction, you're going to want to be as specific as you can. Like, where did he punch you in the face? Is your mouth bleeding? Did he knock your teeth out? This is a great opportunity to use chiclets <laughs> and have teeth falling to the ground. Is that a trick for, like, knocking teeth out in film? I mean, you can. <laughs> I mean, they're a little bit more, they've got a little bit more money, so they probably invest in, like, actual I, little, tiny. If I were, I'm just envisioning chiclets. They use chiclets, absolutely. <laughs> Hollywood all over the place. Not the big ones either. Tiny, <laughs> tiny little ones, yeah. the colored ones, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so with that, so you're same thing. You're gonna punch the parrot in the face. You're gonna make the sound, the yeah. nap, and you're gonna respond. However, you're gonna respond and act. Yeah. So, so punch him in the face. On the ground, Knock him out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going Yeah, so that's a super basic, easy awesome. punch to the face. Awesome. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, thanks. Nice work. Uh, trained wrestler. Did not hurt myself. I heard that audience member. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right, uh, well, Jacqueline, why don't you give some plugs and where people can find you and all that fun stuff. Yeah, well, I have a, a website that I never update, so... <laughs> It's been about a year, so let me get that under wraps. But you can find me on Facebook, um, Jacqueline Holloway, or Arta Violenta is my, my company name. Like me on Facebook, I put all the updates on there. I'm learning how to Insta. In Instagram? In no. Oh, okay. No, wait, no, I did that wrong. I'm learning how to gram on Insta. I'm I don't know. So <laughs> I'm 34, oh, I'm going to be 34 with kids. I know Twitter. And I don't know anything else. Look, I'm 35. <laughs> maybe because I have no kids. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm learning. I, I don't like. I don't Instagram. Is that what the old people say? You Instagram. You got a gra you gram. I you gram. don't Instagram. You gram. But it's the same thing, right? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's two companies. They went separate. <laughs> Millennials answers. <laughs> <laughs> you gram, you gram, right? On on the Insta or on Insta. That's not you don't. Oh, can I, can gram, we hire you gram. to be our? our if hip? you're doing it a lot, it's the kilogram. <laughs> this is why my website. Can you be our stuff. hip teacher? Can you get us in with the young kids? Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop talking. <laughs> I got you. Oh my God, my favorite fight scenes this on one? film. Ah, Wonder Woman. The opening, not the opening sequence, but in that beginning where all those fucking amazing Amazon warriors are fucking kicking ass. Is it too late to mention that we're PG-13? They are so talented and stay in school. 
All right. Came with a PSA Instagram. and everything. Uh, so is that, is that all your plugs? I don't want to cut you off. Yeah, uh, one more. I'm working on uh, fights for Twelfth Night for Shakespeare and Clark Park. That's going to go up the end of July. It's going to be in Clark Park. It's totally free. It's Shakespeare. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a very um, open gendered casting, so it's it's a different view on Shakespeare. And it's going to be great. So everybody, come see that. Very cool. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Uh, awesome. Feel free to hang out if you want on the couch. Uh, we're going to bring up Philadelphia comedian Kyle Harris. <laughs> oh my god! I want. Did I make that awkward? <laughs> okay, thank you, Brian, for the honesty. There's there's a microphone over here too. Oh, that would have been cool. <laughs> There's one set up for you. Feel like I'm at a Radio Shack meeting. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is cool. What's up? You What's guys chilling? Yeah. Yo, what did you think about the Luke Cage dab? Which, which part about Luke Cage? When he dabbed? Oh, that was that was like very cringeworthy. All right. Yeah, that made me stop watching it. Yeah, I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't finish it. Um, this is cool. Is this really P- is this PG thirteen? No, you can say anything you want. Oh, okay, because I was like, I feel like most thirteen year olds swear more than me now. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, so what was I gonna talk about? So I, I'm like usually very optimistic, but I can't escape like the f- Trump news <laughs> everywhere I go. Like I use Twitter so much, and I like, like by Christmas. Santa, like, I think Santa's gonna come down the chimney and there's gonna be a kid waiting by the tree, like, hey man, who you vote for first? <laughs> Before you do all this. <laughs> and Santa will just be like flustered. He'll be like, oh, 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 oh Hillary. <laughs> and Rudolph will yell down from the chimney, like, nah, he voted for Trump, get him. <laughs> That's silly. Uh, <laughs> no, I always get, I get so like, pissed at, as I'm sure like everyone does and then I just picture Trump getting lit up in a slap box fight and I feel good <laughs> oh, just imagine that his, his hair getting knocked out. Go, stop stop please <laughs> um, I have like a there's that statistic too it's like one in four black males will be incarcerated in their lifetime but I'm like hey man one in four white males will try to bring a homebrew to your house party, and it'll suck. <laughs> so <laughs> it balances out. <laughs> I did that. Uh, I, I can't even do that joke anymore because my white girlfriend bought me a homebrew kit, and uh, now I am very gentrified. Gentrification is real. There's right in front of you. Hey, what's up? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I did that joke in Fishtown, and this, du- this dude after this dude came up to me after the show. He was like, "Hey, man, I really like your set, but that uh that homebrew joke, just know there's there's a lot of us out there." <laughs> <laughs> what? You just threatened to turn me into a stout, dude? What is going on? <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I uh. I, I get a, I, I got this compliment on the street, and I'm like, I'll talk to any stranger, 
So I'm, I'm walking down the street to work, and this lady comes up to me, and she's like, excuse me. I'm like, yes. She's like, you have a beautiful head of hair. And I was like, wow, th thank you. And she's like, no, thank your parents. And she walks away. <laughs> and then a week later, the same lady, because I'm going to work the same way, uh, which if, you shouldn't do that if an assassin is following you. I, I just assume an assassin follow me all the time. But anyway, um, same lady, she comes up to me, and she's like, excuse me, and I thought she recognized me. I'm like, oh, hey, and she's like, you have a beautiful head of hair. Was, uh, thank you. <laughs> she's like, no, thank you, parents. She walks away again. So I'm like, all right, maybe I'll, I'll just call my mom. This is going to be weird. I'll just call her. So I called her. I was like, hey, mom, uh, this is strange, but uh, thank you for my head of hair. And she's like, oh, okay, that's, that's nice of you. You, you call me. Uh, you don't call me when I tell you to call me on the weekend, you know, maybe... <laughs> holidays, whatever, but uh, when I paid thousands of dollars for some lady to stalk you in Philly, <laughs> and you, that's great. <laughs> I'm not from here. I'm from uh, Boston originally. I just went to school down here, and uh, I, I love spreading the word of Boston. Like, the Boston Tea Party is one of my favorite things. Not like the historical one. It's uh, Boston Tea Party is when you watch The Departed, Goodwill Hunting and Fever Pitch back to back, and then uh, Larry Bird busts down your door and kicks you in the dick. <laughs> it's a great Bostonia tradition. Mm. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll just uh, I'll sit down after this. Oh, this is terrifying. <laughs> I got I did. Oh, I didn't do it. Yeah, uh, squeeze it. <laughs> oh, thank you, sir. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, um, I did grow up in Massachusetts, and I'd be like the only black kid in class a lot, which a lot of people would think that's weird, but it was fun for me, because we, we did things like uh, popcorn reading sometimes. I don't know if you guys, do you guys remember that? If you don't know, yeah, you're in a circle together, and one student's reading a book, like reading the paragraph, and I can be like, popcorn, and I name you, and then you start reading. So I would wait until we read uh, Huck Finn, just to have fun with it. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I saw Huck Finn. He was walking down the river with one of them uh, popcorn Liam. <laughs> say it, Liam, say it. <laughs> All right, thank you, guys. <laughs> oh, Kyle, thank you for uh, coming today. Uh, so we have a couple minutes here before we can uh, we have to wrap up. So yeah, I, I thought I, I thought I read your origin from Boston, and I completely forgot that when I introduced you as a Philadelphia comedian, which you oh, are. Oh, fine. Yeah, I started here most. So why, so why'd you stay? Um, just because I did. Kinda... You wait? Did you see the jelly bean? Yeah. It was... <laughs> <laughs> what flavor did you get? Yeah, I kind of, I remember, as soon as I ate it, I was like, wait, these aren't normal. These are, <laughs> I'll, I'll wash it down with this, yeah. Uh, I don't know, it was a little spicy. <laughs> no, people are just grabbing them as they walk out. I don't know. That's bad. <laughs> we got a bad one. <laughs> I think it was like a booger, like, <laughs> but a spicy booger. Uh, I don't know, I just graduated, all my friends kind of stayed and moved here, so I just stayed after school and... Gotten the stand up and stuff down here, so it was fun. So you didn't do stand up up in Boston? I did it a couple of times in high school, and I got like 
roasted into oblivion <laughs> once, and I just stopped until I graduated college. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you, you don't have much of a comparison between the two scenes. Uh no. I'll I'll come. Up, I'll go up once in a while, but it's a it's more spread out because it's like New England. So it'll be like New Hampshire, Rhode Island, and Boston. Boston has good people. Though. I have a few people I know up there who. Like, there's a writer, Sam Jay, who writes on SNL, and she was, like, a local okay. Boston cool. comedian. Cool. Yeah, so it's a good scene. So so you had an interest in, in comedy going back to, to at least high school. Is that, where, where's yeah. your origin point there with comedy? Uh, like, who influenced you? Oh, influ- uh, definitely Dave Chappelle, Chappelle Show. Uh, yeah, and then Mad TV, surprise. Like, not SNL. Oh, wow. Well, okay, so I think I'm starting to see the generational gap here. Yeah. (laughs) Because you said Chappelle show. I was like, well, I was like an adult. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was, I like technically wasn't allowed to watch it, but I would (laughs) definitely, I I would sneak it in. And it was a great show. Definitely, I mean, sketch comedy. It was. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And well, Mad TV for a generation, it was their SNL. Like that, yeah. they were on. Like I preferred that for for a couple of years. Yeah, it's great. And they tried to reboot it, and it just didn't work. No. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I got into it because going back to wrestling, like a lot of the wrestlers would cameo there. Yeah, I I think because I was into wrestling around that time too. They have like who they have on there. I don't even. I, I remember Big Show. Okay. I think yeah, the Big Show sense. was there, and I think Triple H was there. Yeah. It was the same network as um, SmackDown for a little while, right? It was on VPN or something. I think. I Maybe. They were on I don't know. Fox, right? Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, Mad yeah. TV was on Fox for sure. Uh, SmackDown in 2018 is on Fox, but <laughs> that's Talk all I know. <laughs> yeah. um, well, uh, so before we wrap up here, where can people find you? And uh, do you have any shows coming up? Oh, yeah. Uh, I have a website, kylecantdunk.com, and a Twitter, <laughs> a Twitter, hey, Kyle Harris. Very easy. Um, I have a couple. Uh, there's, oh, Thursday, I'll be in New York at Creek in the Cave at 10. Uh, Friday and Saturday, I'll be in Good Good. Uh, that's in Chinatown. Um, I do a sketch show every month called Darling, so we'll do, we're doing that Saturday at, uh, eight thir- at 10 check that out and then if you're in austin on uh the end of september i think it's september 28th to the 30th i'm doing the uh altercation comedy festival which like a lot of people brian Posehn and uh oh wow eddie pepitone's yeah. gonna be there. cool it'll be nice. fun don't go there for me like go there <laughs> for me. <laughs> i'm just i just want to get austin sounds cool i've never been there so. how, how'd you hook that up if like like did you just apply or yeah they just apply and then they'll accept like couple that's cool yeah it's it seems fun i'm excited well uh (laughs) thank you for being the actual comedian of the show (laughs) Uh, (laughs) saving uh, saving the monologue um and keep on eating those jelly beans uh before we officially get out of here uh, i gotta thank our sponsors again uh my sponsors tattooed moms fireball printing steel empire uh, Philly Banner Express, Tea House Screen Printing, the Philadelphia Podcasting Society, Crude Humor Studios. You can find them at crudehumorstudios.com. Uh, Full Belly Laughs. He's not, oh, there he is. <laughs> uh, sponsoring the uh, the festival today. Uh, make sure you check us out on awesomepodcast.com, iTunes, Google Play, all the fun places that you find uh, podcasts. Thank you to Kyle Harris uh, for being here. You can find him at Hey Kyle Harris on Twitter, kylecantdunk.com. Jacqueline Holloway, thank you for being here. I didn't write down any of your plugs because I couldn't find them when I took my notes. 
Uh, they'll be in the show notes, though, I promise. Uh, and of course, my co-host this afternoon, Mike D'Angelo, the author of Telus.com, QuantumQuest.com to buy his game. Thank you to our show sponsor, Zencaster, Tattooed Mom, Mind Escape. Uh, and uh, find us next. We're waiting for the official dates, but we're going to be at Keystone Comic Con, Thy Geekdom Con, and PAX Unplugged. Keep an eye on AwesomePodcast.com, at RealAwesomePod on Twitter and Facebook, at ThatNerdyKev on Twitter for official announcements. Stay tuned for when Food Meets Funny with Brian Durkin and Full Belly Laughs. We've been awesome! Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.